On April 10th, we commemorate martyr Terence and 40 others beheaded at Carthage. Martyrs James, also known as Jacob the Presbyter, and Azadanus and Abdesius, deacons of Persia. Martyrs of the Fabtakavi Monastery in Georgia. The holy martyr Terence and his companions suffered under the Emperor Decius, 249-251. The emperor issued an edict commanding all subjects to offer sacrifice to the pagan idols. When the governor of Africa, Fortunianus, received this edict, he gathered the people into the city square, sent out cruel instruments of torture, and declared that everyone without exception had to offer the sacrifice to the idols. Many, afraid of torture, complied. However, St. Terence and 40 other Christians bravely affirmed their faith in the Savior and ridiculed the idols. Fortunianus was amazed at their boldness, and he asked how they, as rational people, could confess as God, one whom the Jews crucified as a malefactor. St. Terence answered that their belief was in the Savior, who voluntarily endured death on the cross and rose on the third day. Fortunianus saw that Terence inspired the others by his example, and so he ordered him to be isolated in prison with his three closest companions, Africanus, Maximus, and Pompeius. Fortunianus was determined to force the rest of the martyrs, including Zeno, Alexander, and Theodore, to renounce Christ. Neither threats nor terrible tortures could sway the holy martyrs. They burned them with red-hot iron, they poured vinegar on the wounds, they sprinkled on salt, and they raked them with iron claws. In spite of their sufferings, the saints did not weaken in the confession of Christ, and the Lord gave them strength. Fortunianus gave orders to lead the martyrs into the pagan temple, and once again he urged them to offer sacrifice to the idols. The valiant warriors of Christ cried out, O Almighty God, who once sent down fire to Sodom for an antiquity, destroy this impious temple of idolatry. The idols fell down with a crash, and then the temple lay in ruins. The enraged governor gave orders to execute them, and the martyrs, glorifying God, bowed their necks beneath the executioner's sword. After the execution of the thirty-six martyrs, Fortunianus summoned Terence, Maximus, Africanus, and Pompeius before him. He showed them the martyrs' bodies and again urged them to offer sacrifice to the idols. The martyrs refused. The governor put heavy chains on them and gave orders to starve them to death. By night, an angel of the Lord removed the martyrs' chains and fed them. In the morning, the guards found the saints cheerful and strong. Then, Fortunianus ordered sorcerers and conjurers to carry snakes and all kinds of poisonous creatures into the prison. The guards looked into the cell through an opening in the ceiling and saw the martyrs, unharmed, praying, the snakes crawling at their feet. When the sorcerers opened the door of the prison cell, the snakes bit them. The furious Fortunianus gave orders to behead the holy martyrs. Christians took up their holy bodies and buried them with reverence outside the city. The holy martyrs James the Presbyter and the deacons, Azadanas and Amdicius, died in Persia under the Emperor Sapor in about the year 380. They were arrested together with Bishop Akepsimas, who was commemorated on November 3rd. Weak from hunger, the sufferers had mustard and vinegar inserted into their nostrils. Then they were stripped and led out to stand all night in the cold. In the morning, after new torments, the martyrs were returned to prison and beheaded. 
the 14th century, during the reign of King Bagrat V, 1360-1394, Timur, also known as Tamerlane, invaded Georgia seven times. His troops inflicted irreparable damage on the country, seizing centuries-old treasures and raising ancient churches and monasteries. Timur's armies ravaged Kartli, then took the king, queen, and the entire royal court captive and sent them to Karabka, in present-day Azerbaijan. Later, Timur attempted to entice King Bagrat to renounce the Christian faith in exchange for permission to return to the throne and for the release of the other Georgian prisoners. For some time, Timur was unable to subjugate King Bagrat, but in the end, being powerless and isolated from his kinsmen, the king began to falter. He devised a sly scheme to confess Islam before the enemy, but to remain a Christian at heart. Satisfied with King Bagrat's decision to convert to Islam, Timur permitted the king to return to the throne of Kartli. At the request of King Bagrat, Timur sent 12,000 troops with him to complete Georgia's forcible conversion to Islam. When they were approaching the village of Kunani in southern Georgia, Bagrat secretly informed his son Georgi of everything that had happened and called upon him and his army to massacre the invaders. The news of Bagrat's betrayal and the ruin of his army infuriated Timur, and he called for immediate revenge. At their leader's command, his followers destroyed everything in their path, set fire to cities and villages, devastated churches, and thus forced their way through to Kavabtakevi Monastery. Monastics and laymen alike were gathered in Kavabtakevi when the enemy came thundering in. Having forced open the gate, the attackers burst into the monastery, then plundered and seized all its treasures. They captured the young and strong, carrying them away. The old and infirm were put to the sword. As the greatest humiliation, they mocked the clergy and monastics by strapping them with sleigh bells and jumping and dancing around them. Already drunk on the blood that they had shed, the barbarians posed an ultimatum to those who remained, to renounce Christ and live, or to be driven to the church and burned alive. Faced with these terms, the faithful cried out, Go ahead and burn our flesh. In the heavenly kingdom, our souls will burn with a divine flame more radiant than the sun. And in their exceeding humility, the martyrs requested that their martyrdom not be put on display. We ask only that you not commit this sin before the eyes of men and angels. The Lord alone knows the sincerity of our will and comforts us in our righteous afflictions. Having been driven like beasts into the church, the martyrs raised up a final prayer to God. In the multitude of thy mercy shall I go into thy house. I shall worship toward thy holy temple in fear of thee. O Lord, guide me in the way of thy righteousness. Because of mine enemies, make straight my way before thee. Psalms 5, 6-7 That with a pure mind, I may glorify thee forever. The executioners hauled in more and more wood until the flames enveloping the church blazed as high as the heavens and the echo of crackling timber resounded through the mountains. Ensnared in a ring of fire, the blissful martyrs chanted psalms as they gave up their spirits to the Lord. The massacre at Kvartakiavi took place in 1386. The imprints of the martyrs' charred bodies remain on the floor of their church to this day.